What's up, gorgeous? It's Lala Kent. With Ran. We're back at it, baby. Live from Puerto Rico. I just got a new tattoo. Oh, God. Randall made me promise that I wouldn't get any more tattoos, but I fucking did it anyway, because that's just what I do. Correct. But he was happy with what I got because I got his name. Yes, I couldn't fight you on that one. That was uh, a little overwhelming last night, but uh, I was very, very moved by the commitment to your body. And it's cute name. because I had like picked this just like run of the mill font. Okay, well, let's back it up for a second because first of all, before we go here, I want to just talk about our guest that we're going to bring on in a minute. Well, I was, we gonna, ha- I was going to say okay, this. Okay, sorry, you go. I have God. a good segue. I, mean, I just want to jump right in. That I had picked a run of the mill font. Yes. And then thank God Drop it. for Drop it. two people by the little names of Megan Fox and MGK told me that that's lame. Did you drop those names? Because I, I see dropped right those the names. Table. I'll pick them up later. Okay. Um, And so I hand wrote it and <laughs> now here it is. And we have Megan Fox and MGK sitting here right now. And before we bring them on, I want to say something to you. I would have lost my shit if you told me you were getting another tattoo. And it was only because Megan talked me off the ledge and said it's very endearing to get the tattoo. So I let it go. That's amazing. So then when we have one baby and I decide I want two, I'm going to have Megan... Get in your okay, ear. Okay, moving on, moving on. Okay. If she has that much influence on Rand. Let me tell you why I'm excited today before we bring Megan on. I'm excited because we have been wanting to have this astrologer on for multiple weeks. We finally got her, and, and I'm very excited because Megan, as probably a lot of people don't know, but I do, uh, is big into astrology and has been talking to me in this higher level conversation that's very hard for me to grasp in my, <laughs> in my very small brain. So today I'm going to try to open my mind because she keeps telling me that our destiny is destined. You try to tell me that this all the time and I don't listen. Susan Miller, founder of the Astrology Zone, is going to be on here. We gave her Hold on. Sorry, we ha- sorry. <laughs> you tell us, Megan. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Okay, let me introduce her. Okay, so first I'm going to bring our, our, our co-host main guest on. I want to introduce everybody knows who she is and everybody knows who he is. This is the unbelievable, cool as shit, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, a.k.a. Colson. Hey. Yeah. hey. <laughs> we in this bitch. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. So now you know Susan Miller? Yeah, of course. She's a very famous astrologer. I, I read her stuff all the what? time. I'm very what? Very excited to talk to her. So I picked a good one. Yeah, she's amazing. This is so dope. Okay, Megan, tell me the love of astrology, how it started for you. Because I, as I got to know you on the movie that we're working on, you started telling me you do tarot cards, you know astrology. Just explain where, the, where that passion came from and how it evolved. I was always into like really esoteric uh, topics. I was raised Pentecostal Christian. So I was raised where I didn't personally, like my family didn't handle snakes and all of that, but I was around that kind of environment where they were doing exorcisms in the church and people were getting the Holy Ghost and I got the Holy Ghost. I spoke in tongues. So I I was experiencing a lot of supernatural things under the umbrella of religion when I was young. And then as I grew, it became that I was more into, you know, metaphysical, esoteric things. And I started studying astrology in my early 20s. And then it really, I got really good with it once I had my first baby because I learned that 
you can read your child's chart and see how they perceive you as a parent. And so I became obsessed wow. with wanting to know how my son was going to see me because all I wanted my whole life was to have a baby and I didn't want to be a shitty mom. What? So I wanted to know how he was going to experience me and I got really good at reading their charts. I became like an obsession. Wow. I just devoured all of that knowledge for like, you know, years at this point. Like every book I could get, every website I could read. I, I swear to you and not to discredit this, I to me astrology as a basic human that doesn't really look beyond that let's say i i open the newspaper and it says you're gonna have a great day or you're gonna have a shitty day this is very intriguing to me to hear how deep this goes how it kind of sets up your life so i'm intrigued and and what did you discover in trying to become a better parent before your child even you so know i it's interesting because obviously each of your kids is going to have a very different perception of you you can have i have three kids and all three of those kids because of their own, what they bring with them and their soul is going to view me in a different way, even though I'm the same person. Right. So my oldest son, um, his moon is in Pisces. She'll know what I'm talking about. This is going to sound <laughs> like just jargon to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I want people to learn. He's, he's a classic. Like other people who have these same moon placements are like Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson. They're incredibly artistic. He has this, but this is not the case for him. He has that moon, but this is not his scenario with his mother. Um, either the, the Pisces moon, either the mother is usually ab abandons the child and is missing okay. or um, the child has like, like a soul level connection with the mother where the mother is the everything. So that's mm -hmm. an example. Elvis is a good example of that. Where like, that was his only love. His whole life was his mother. You know? Oh, and so that's wow. what I have with my oldest son where he is the ultimate mother's boy, mommy's boy. And right. he'll, he'll kill. He's seven. He'll kill somebody for me right now. already. Oh. Like I'm, wow. I'm the love of his life. Then I have my middle son who has a moon in Leo and he perceives me to be like adventurous and fun and his playmate and his buddy and like, <laughs> like really hiking mountains and like going on, you know, doing like cool epic things. trips. Yeah. He's the one that's all like on all the roller coasters with me. And then the baby has a Virgo moon. Like, wow. What's that the like? The problem is, so just like you, this might resonate with you a little bit. He perceives that I'm not an adult, that he's more of an adult than I am. Oh, he's okay, taking yeah. care of you, basically. Not that he's taking oh. care of me, that he's annoyed at me because he thinks I'm childish. And he's three. What? So, oh, yeah. my gosh. So he doesn't think that I'm a grown-up. He thinks that I'm like a sister or a, or a sibling. Question. D did you get all of this in like the first six months of their life, meaning from the time they were born, you were able to I kind of feel, see. I could feel as a mom, and you'll feel this too, that I could feel carrying them during the pregnancy. Yeah. The energies were different with each one. Wow. And absolutely as soon as they were born and you hold them the first time, you can feel how, how what that bond is like from past life or, right. or oh my beyond. Gosh. That's amazing. So I want that right now. You're uh, going to get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Time, time no but what she said was really yeah. beautiful it and was. how she okay so once they were born and you knew exactly is that when you started digging into what they would be like and perceive you because yeah. you have to know since i started talking to you you have to know where they were born yeah. what time yeah so i i had already been studying prior but obviously like the second noah was born and i had his birth time i entered it in and started studying his specific chart right away and you became obsessed yeah but i had learned already before that like prepping during the pregnancy i had like i was insatiable in terms of like trying to gather as much knowledge as possible about oh my. it i'm pretty decent i predicted when my trainer's wife was going to give birth to her 
first child uh, based on where the moon was going to be that week. I had her due date and I was like, she's going to be, I think she was either three days early or three days late because I knew she was going to have a Capricorn moon baby based on how she was. That's, wow. Yeah. Dude, that's pretty cool. It okay. is cool. Well, this, once we get, Susan once we get Miller. on the, well, so, on well, Zoom. Well, what I found interesting is I didn't even know, like, that you could do the babies. No, I, and I didn't even know that you give your birth. I didn't even know that, like, where you're born, what city. Well, you probably are only familiar with, like, someone being like, what's your son's right. time? Right, that's right. it. And the chart is a, it's a snapshot. It's like a blueprint or a, or a DNA of the exact moment you were born. Every planet and every star in the heavens was in a specific position that's nearly specific to you because your rising sign for example changes every four minutes so you're not going to have an identical chart with very many people on oh the it's almost impossible it's almost impossible yeah wow so it's, it's not just what month were you born what day were you born there she is the amazing susan miller famed superstar astrologist and you've been doing this for what 25 years susan well on the internet my site will have its anniversary in december december 14th wow. 25 years well i know that megan here when i when i had talked about you earlier in the episode she was like oh my god i know her i'm a fan so Big well fan. i know <laughs> megan <laughs> in a way <laughs> well you have you have colson megan lala myself and we've given you all of our birthdays and a time of birth place of birth so i guess you're going to give us yes. uh by the way susan I only know astrology from the Sunday little comic section. They are much deeper than me. So help me believe. Also, Susan, Susan, do not be afraid to tell me what you see. I want to hear okay. what you see. Like, there's nothing as often. Oh, no, but you I'm have a lovely scared. chart, Megan. I know I do. That's why I'm not scared. <laughs> but, like, oh, just, just get into it. Go deep. I'm. There's nothing you can't say <laughs> to me or about any of this. Like, I'm fully... I'm fully in it. Please don't hesitate. I think, that's, I think that's how we all feel. We This podcast is about being honest. So mention it all. I'm petrified. Go ahead. Okay, who shall we start with? Randall. Randall, Randall, start with me. I'm, I'm uh, hit, hit it. Randall, you are an Aries and so entrepreneurial. I could even tell by your email the way you're quick, you're fast, you're, you know, yes. You, you get it done. And, uh, you know, you're born right near the first day of spring. You're born on March 25th. Correct. And uh, you're born in Miami. Oh, I love Miami. <laughs> and uh, you're born with Jupiter in the house of money. Yeah. yeah. That means you're going to be rich as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this astrology stuff. The kind of money you get is commission, royalty, that kind of money, not straight salary. Always try to work on a commission performance. And by the way, I've never had a salary in my life. So perfect. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> and your moon is in Taurus. So you're stable and actually you're good with money because Taurus is, Same. you know, that I have a little story about Taurus. Taurus likes to stay home on a Friday night, pour a glass of wine and admire their bank statement. <laughs> I like this. That is exactly what it looks like. I like this. <laughs> I like to sit on the balcony and look out into the yonder and be They're like, wine. God, I, I really came from nothing. I came from nothing. Now, this past year, starting last summer, has been incredible for your career. You have 
all these planets in the house of honors, awards, achievement, fame. And this True. is your and year to sure. really strike out. I know it's been, it's had to have been hard. I read that you're doing a movie in Puerto Rico and you had to stop, of course, in March. What's the story on that? Is it starting up? Yeah, we're here and we're going to start on Thursday. We filmed Wow. Yeah. Be like, no, you're not. Life comes back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Megan Megan Colson said they're not showing up, so we're on hold. <laughs> Planets are gonna <laughs> No, it's gonna go really well. You have Saturn up at the very top of your mm. chart What's where the mean? twelve is on a clock. You're a very hard worker. Yeah. And you will do whatever it takes to get it right and detailed. And that's the sign of great success. Yes. And uh, yes, I love that. Uranus, the planet of love, uh, well, the planet of unexpected uh, occurrences in your house of love. So now, were you married before or never married? He was married before. I was married before. Okay. Yowza. This one's going to be much more passionate. Be honest. Be honest. Well, oh, that's this our, marriage that's is much been more passionate. Told. Three weeks in, baby. Ba-boom, hey. Oh, my <laughs> God. Lala's back. I'm talking to the astrologist. I know, and I'm Astrologer. adding my touch. In, in a chart, this is the marriage house, but when it's the second marriage, we go to the ninth house. What does that mean? And uh, that's when by Scorpio, very passionate and loving now i read on the internet that you were going to get married in april thank god that didn't happen really agree bad month because why uh, venus was about to go retrograde and the last thing you want to do when you're getting married is have venus sleeping and not helping you because venus gives you love wait can i ask you a question we moved it to July. Um, we moved it to next year. July second. Second. Is that a better time? Yeah. Well, yeah. Next year, Venus is not going to retrograde. Mars is not going to retrograde either. I'll give you a little secret. High five on the Tell right us the date. Secret. When people get married with Mars retrograde, and it happens once every two years, it's happening this year, September 9th to de- uh, de- uh, November thirteenth. Mars will sex, and you get married with Mars retrograde. That's sex. Done. It's done. Fuck that. And I am not willing to give up the sex, Susan. That's right. <laughs> okay, back to you the shouldn't. important things. Uh, so uh, this will be much better. Okay. You know, the universe was intervening, and I, I do like your timing on that. Boy, the universe definitely intervened because not in a hundred years has anything like this happened. No. So I, I guess they Lala is a Virgo, right? September 2nd. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And you are an Aries and you said to me, all the astrologers say that's bad. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> you have to integrate the rising sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Randall, you have Pisces rising. Oh, you have really? the heart of a poet. You are a poet. Pisces. I am a poet. And even mystical at times. I love the Pisces rising. Really? Yeah. Think deeply, and oh, you're so caring. And oh, that makes very me hard to get uh, Pisces rising. You would think, oh, there's twelve signs, and it should yeah. be equally easy. No, Pisces is a sign of short ascension, so it means you have to be born within twenty minutes in the northern hemisphere to get Pisces rising. In the southern hemisphere, it's much easier. But you have it. It's 
the most creative sign of the zodiac. Yes. What? I love this. I, I absolutely love it. And that That's goes awesome. perfectly with Lala. And she will do anything it takes to get to the top. Look at this. The sun is at the very tip well, top of the chart. <laughs> Not get any higher. I'm going to time out on you're this. Re- Susan, you're really going to fuel the rumors out there about me. <laughs> <laughs> Susan. I love it. I, here, I can prove it. <laughs> I love it. The sun is the round circle with the dot in the middle. And that dot in the middle, uh, astrologers feel, is the divine spark within, that we're all given a piece of God within us, and it's mm. our job to use it. And you are. <laughs> and you have Venus in Leo, the sun entertainment, Lala. So I would have told you to go into this. Actually, television may work out to be, or the internet, your best venue as you get older. Jupiter in the ninth house rules publishing and broadcasting. Although, Randall, you're good with movies. You're fantastic. Pisces is movies. Ninth house is television or internet television. Yeah, TV is very, very lucky for you. And with Jupiter in the ninth house, you're going to meet governors and and all kinds of people very distinguished professors. Um, I'm going to need to class it up a bit. Just very high level people in this world. It's a lovely place to have it. Uh, did you just love your college? Uh, if you went to a college, I think you loved it. Did you like it? I liked it, but then I was like, I'm way too cool for school. I'm going back to Hollywood to be on TV. Someday you may go back. You're, you're philosophical too, but more in a uh, intellectual way. Okay. Where Randall is from the heart and it's oh. from feelings he has. It's, he's extremely intuitive. Thank you. And he knows, you know, Randall, when something's off, even before you can process it in your brain, your stomach is telling you, wait, I have to fix this or leave. Something's wrong here. You know, in a business deal, anything. Yeah. You're like litmus paper. I have good intuition. Tremendously. Lala, do you write because you're a good writer? You have Mars in Gemini and you, well, you have to remember your lines maybe for television. Yes, but I am a writer. And in fact, Susan, I was so bad at math that I convinced my math professor to write a 10-page paper on why math didn't make sense, and I got an A in the class. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wonderful. You are very persuasive. See, that kind of talent works well in a courtroom if you were a lawyer. (laughs) I always said I would want to be a lawyer if I wasn't in TV. Your moon, by the way, is in Aries, and this is the thing that links you so beautifully. Megan, is that bad or good? My only reaction, I'm just going to jump in. Obviously, I don't know all the things that you know. That's A, it's good because your sun sign is Aries. So you have your ego with her divine feminine. That's going to be good. Okay. However, just in general, that explains her like very reactive, almost explosive oh, really? personality. To, to have an Aries emotionality makes you very, very aggressive and like not afraid of confrontation at all. Now, Lala, your money will always go up and down because you have the planet of surprise in your second house. You also have Neptune and you also have Saturn. And you always need a lawyer with you when you sign a contract. 
Yes. Because there are unclear clauses that could come back and bite you. So the lawyer has to protect you. She Although Neptune in the second house means you would be active in a charity eventually and, and help disadvantaged people. I love it. <laughs> you know, her Mars, her attention, where you have Mars is where you give a lot of attention. And that's her marriage partner. <gasps> oh, I love she you. does give me a lot of attention. It's so sweet. <laughs> By the way, Lala, you love to travel. Do you travel much? <laughs> I do. Yes. We're never home. I'm a travel. I'm a little uh, butterfly just flitting around the world. And now you've had to stay home because you're all quarantined, right? We did. We stayed home for a long time like everybody else. And then we just got the green light to go back to work. But yes, we were home for many months. Now, uh, Randall, you have weak ankles. You have to take care of your ankle. Have you ever broken oh. your ankle? You've got to protect your ankle. How do you know that? Well, <laughs> How do you know I have weak ankles? Well, you have Mars, and Mars brings pain sometimes. And that's so crazy. I wanted you to protect your ankle. I wear ankle braces when I play tennis and pickleball. This is so crazy. Oh, wow. Randall's never going to look at Megan like she's a psychopath ever never again. again. <laughs> no, Not never, you. never. No, but Randall, I, I can't underscore this enough. You should definitely take your biggest risks moving forward into the next six months because you have Jupiter and Pluto. Well, it's now in the house of community and that's the, your fan base. That's the people who love you and will follow you anywhere you go. You're welcome, Randall. I think that the movie <laughs> will have a big audience and uh, you should enter award shows. Yeah. Cause I'm doing, I'm also doing you a know, lot of things. This is the only in time life, in so your that's... life you're going to have, both Jupiter and Pluto together in that house. So it's really good. And you're on social media, which is really good because that's community too. Anytime people gather together, it's an 11th house matter. And that's what's shining for you, both the house of fame and honors and also the house of community. And for self-employed people, a lot of students of astrology don't know this, for self-employed people, the 11th house is the house of profit made from work done earlier, say in the past 18 months. So everything you've been pouring into your work will start to pay off. Okay. so That's amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on in my business right now that's, that's paying off. from all Oh, and also, wait a minute. You're in Aries. All right. I have to tell you something. Mars is going to be in Aries from... Well, it just uh, just went in, okay. and it will stay until January 6th, the whole second half of the year. I'm going to tell you. There's a little glitch. <laughs> there's always something, oh, right? Oh, the glitch. Here's Mars the... will retrograde in the middle of that. What does that mean? So stay with me on this, September 9th to November 13th. During that time, you're going to say, why aren't people getting back to me? Why is things slowing down? We're all in the same boat. We're all in it with you. Let me show you what I'm seeing mathematically because we get all this information from NASA. When Mars is healthy, he takes two days to go one degree. When he starts to slow down near the end of August, beginning of September, he's starting, his little batteries are, are kind of getting tired. 
it takes him 12 days to go one degree. Oh, mamma mia. In the middle of it, between September and November, he speeds up a little. It takes him only four days to go one degree, but that's still double the two days to go one degree. So there's going to be a lot of redoing and rethinking and reexamining and switching things around. You may be changing the script a little. You may be uh, needing more money from the from the studio. Uh, you know, there there's just stuff. We all have it. And it here's the problem. On October, I think it's the 18th until November 3rd, Mercury goes retrograde. Oh, boy. So we <laughs> have both Mars and Mercury retrograde. And the planets we feel the most are Mars, Mercury, and Venus because they orbit close to Earth. So I know the government, you know, our leaders keep saying, we're going to have a great fall. We're not. We're not. So if you're having to uh, um, tell them how much time you need to complete the movie, give yourself more time. But if you can complete it in August, I don't know how far along you are. I think you're just starting. No, no. I don't think you could finish it in one no, month. No, we're going we're gonna to finish in August because we already shot a lot of it. But here's the thing. I'm doing... But I'm doing another movie. I'm supposed to start on November 17th. Perfect. Okay. Wow. Somebody's protecting you. Yeah. <laughs> Above. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that makes me feel so much better because I worry about you when I read it. You know? I love this. That makes me happy. Now I want to hear about Megan and Colson because there's too much spotlight on me right now. Well, I, I love Megan. Megan has it all. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? We're going to take a break real quick and we're going to give you a second and then we'll come right back. We are back with the amazing Susan Miller, the astrologer of fame. You have to use the word fame. Famed astrologer. Astrologer to the stars. Yes. yes. And we are now. As evidenced right now. Exactly. And I just want to say one thing before you start with uh, Megan and Colson, and then of course you come back to Lala. I am amazed that I have weak angles. I know I'm caught up on that, but I just... I just hey, there are a lot worse things in life, you know? <laughs> there are, and thank you, because I feel very inspired on what you just read me. I do. I feel very... Everything you said is inspiring, exciting, and also very true. So now we're moving on to back the to rest. Me. Back to Megan. Megan, you have Capricorn rising with Mars right on the horizon line. You know, the line between the nine and the three on a clock is the horizon line of Earth. And with Mars right on the horizon line, you're the warrior. And that gives you an airy shading. That's why you and uh, and Randall get along so well. And, uh, and Lala, too. And... Uh, you will do whatever it takes to I'm just awesome. get ahead. And you're a money magnet too. Yeah. I, I love the people I'm surrounding myself make with. Megan, it, it, yeah. Nobody gives it to you. No one can say you don't deserve it because yeah. you earn it. Yeah. You awesome. get them, girl. You go. You go, Glen Coco. You can make even more than that. So um, it's, a, it's great. And... Uh, Oh, you're going to do really well financially 
in oh, the summer of 2021. Yeah. 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 When is that movie coming out? <laughs> next um, year. Next year. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have a few. She, she's got, she's actually got like two, three movies coming out next year. Yeah. You have the son in the house of family, yeah. which I love. I mean, where you have the sun, you shine and you make a very warm and loving family. And you have the moon in Leo. Leo is entertainment. You know, people come to me and I say, before I look at the chart, if you don't have something in Leo, you can't be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Might as well find something else. But you have the moon there. That's phenomenal. And I think Lala has Venus there. She's got it too. And you have the, uh, you know, with a Capricorn rising, you might make a name for yourself bigger, even, uh, in a a historical uh, kind of script. Okay. You have to be very good to your knees always. Yeah, I know that about my knees. Yeah. Um, Well, all the Capricorn planets are in your first house. Yeah. So you get to say what you want. And you're starting a whole new chapter for the rest of your life now. I mean, you have a very big deal going on here. And your progress chart, you have the progressed moon in Scorpio, which is in your house of fame and honors. You've got it. You know, it's almost like you're slicing and dicing six ways to Sunday, and it's all pointing the arrow to doing really well in your career. It's just incredible. Incredible. Let me ask you something. Is your your boyfriend, is he a, a writer by any chance? He's, yeah, he's he's a musician, but he obviously writes all of Oh, he music. writes music. Yeah. Perfect. 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 Um, he has a Gemini. Well, you, we think he has Gemini rising. I'm positive. Yeah. That would put it around nine o'clock in the morning that he was born in Texas, in Houston, Texas. Yeah. You know, he's born with Jupiter in the house of money too. So the two of you are little money makers. Does he wow. sing or just as he composes? No, he, he sings. He sings. He does everything. Oh, nice. Nice. He has most of his planets above the horizon. So he's going to have a public life. And... <gasps> He has the moon conjunct Venus in Pisces. Yes. <gasps> what a Tell me about it. Tell me about it, Susan. It's so good. <laughs> His Mars is there too. He's got a stellium right there in Pisces. Yes. Wow. And Pisces is loud, music and art. Yes. And theater. You yes. can even write a Broadway show if he wanted to. Look at Hamilton, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. He likes to be alone, though. He has a... Um, I think a shy quality. Am I wrong about that? But he needs time to think and create. You know, all those Pisces planets, they like to be out with people, but they need equal time completely alone. Would you say that's true? Yes. He's right here. So, yes. Oh, good. Oh, you're there. There you are. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Right there. Now, you have Saturn in the eighth house. You're going to be really successful, super successful, and people are going to want to parasite off of you. Mm. Wow. So the only thing you can do is to have really good lawyers around you. I used Randall's phone when I got here That's to right. call my lawyer because I'm going through the most. 
No. With yes. the parasites that she's talking yes, about? Yes, with the parasite that robbed him, yeah. That's why I used your phone. Was when I was like, going. Wait, it's so funny. Susan, when he had just landed in town, his phone had been left in the car, and he's like, I need a phone right now. And I gave him my phone, and he was on with his lawyers for like an hour. Yes. Going through some bullshit, dealing dealing with. I, you've learned because you've already had somebody do this to you kind of early in life, and you never see it coming. Well, you have such a good heart. You will do things for charity too, for sure, in your life. And uh, gosh, he already does a lot for charity, big time, in, in his hometown of Cleveland. Like, I mean, he goes back there and does. Oh, yeah, you grew up in Cleveland, yes. did you? Yes. But you were born in Houston. Yeah, I grew up in – I was only in Houston for for two weeks. I moved to, to Egypt after that. Yes. Well, you know, Egypt put astrology on the map. Yeah. The Egyptians are brilliant, and yeah. uh, they were so good with mathematics. And um, they contributed a lot to astrology way back when. <laughs> You're going to do great in your career. You have Mars and Venus in the house of fame. Not only are you assertive, but in a very subtle way, which is good because then you're flying under the radar and nobody's paying attention to you (laughs) and you're hitting the top of the charts. And you have Venus up there. Not only do your fans love you, but the people that work with you love working with you. Wow. That's That's really nice. And now you've never been married before? No. Okay. And hmm. Well, what's what's the huh? <laughs> the house of marriage and the house of business partnership is the same house. Oh there it is. Yo, what, okay. Well, yeah. Just let it talk. The ruler talk. of the house of marriage is posited in the house of money. So you've got really good agents who know how to ask for money. And that's good. You need that. But I, what what about love? Your love house is ruled by Mercury, and Mercury, ooh, is in the twelfth house. Now you're going out with Megan. Did somebody put you together? Yeah, this little movie called Randall. Midnight yeah, in Randall, the Switchgrass. Yeah. Oh, Randall, a matchmaker, a <laughs> little matchmaker. Um, it says blind date. So you know somebody putting you together. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely. And you would travel a lot with your your mate. And um, are you setting a date or it's a little early yet? Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, we're not engaged or anything like that. I think he's just asking, like, do you see a marriage for him in his chart? Is that something that like... The marriage house is empty, which means there's no malefic in there. There's no bad things in there. Oh, that's good. And it's ruled by Jupiter. The giver of gifts and luck, the happy planet. And your moon is in Pisces. Oh. I know. If you want children, you can have them. You travel together. You'd have friends together. This looks good. And it wouldn't be, you know how some marriages, the mate says, why are you working all the time? And they give you problems with that. You would never have that problem. It's their understanding. And it's good. You have a nice clean energy in your chart. Yes. Colson, you have good good energy. Weakest part of your body is your feet. Yo, I have crazy pain in my feet. The feet, yeah. And you always have to have you buy quality shoes where they fit right. So I'm like I'm grown now. Like I'm 30 and I just now I'm like why does my left shoe always hurt? 
And I think my foot kept growing and I think like I need to terrifying as it is, but it's, it's okay. It's like a half a size here or there. Don't worry about it, but you should check all the time. Susan, I have a question about his chart. You said that his, so his descendant or sorry. Yeah. His descendant is in, you said it was ruled by Jupiter. So his descendant is Sagittarius. Yeah. But that would that indicate then that his marriage partner, because it's ruled by Jupiter would be, would be famous. Or happy, or it could be a scholar too. Sagittarius is also someone who digs deep and thinks. And I think I think she's famous. Uh, as someone who's um, happy. Yeah, like Me- Megan is always really happy. Well, she's sunshine in a bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes across. I mean, we've never met, but it comes across the airwaves. Then Megan has a question for you. You had said something to me before we were recording, where you asked me do I get really hurt when the press gets everything wrong about me? Is that because I have Chiron in the fifth house in Gemini? Is that why you asked that? No, you have the North Node in the third house, which is publications, and it's in Aries. And I think you would move to want to correct it or stop it. Yeah. People tell you to have a thicker skin, but... I, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> no, no, it's really hard. Carlson doesn't know how to do that with all that Pisces. No, bless him. We're talking about reviewers. How do you feel when people get it wrong in the newspaper? How how does uh, my chart handle that? Well, you, you're on the phone to correct it. <laughs> and uh, you're also warning them ahead of time. You know, you got Aries there. If I like it, I might tweet about it or tell people about it, but if I don't like it, <laughs> I want to say they'll be held to pay, but I don't mean it quite that strong. Well, Susan, that you actually nailed Facts. it on the head. There will be hell to pay if you get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. Lala, when they write something that she doesn't like, she is, you know, gets upset, you know, that's and that's being. But um, I get I get really wounded to answer your question. Like I am very insular. I take that in, and it's really it, it's always been really difficult for me. Like what I've had people a, say? Yeah, especially yeah. when it's wrong, like being misunderstood or having right. an image projected that's not reality. Your image is very important, and and Holly was very careful. I have a question, Susan. Lala is very um, in a baby hungry mood uh she wants a baby we're practicing a lot we're um following flow charts that i never even heard of what do you remember i was saying that mars would be in aries for such a long time yeah well for lala that's her house of baby for six months can you tell me how many babies you see in my future are you like does it does it looks like you have a boy first and a girl second and, that's and if you wanted to keep going, you'd no, have no, no. a creative third child. But there's no impediment to your having a baby. So did I get things just perfect? <laughs> you are spot on. You're a rock star. Susan, I have a question. I have, I have one daughter. Do I have more kids in my future? Yeah, would be a girl. Oh, yeah. You have no, um, no trouble having more children. None. As I told you both. Wait, is he going to have multiple more children? No, I saw George Clooney having twins. And everybody said I was wrong. And I said it on uh, Access Hollywood. But I did have twins, didn't I? They're so private. (laughs) Hold on. You see see Colson having another child 
One more. It's a choice. Universe doesn't make you have children if you don't want them. Correct. But you guys, is not like... No, you have, you have the ability to have another one if you want. Yeah, definitely. And it would be darling. <laughs> Thank you. Susan, Thank you. do you see Megan having more kids in her future? If there's going to be another kid, honey, it's going to be with them. I Hey, I want to know. I know, she, but come Megan on. gave me the okay to ask this. I know, but Meg... Moon. She has Venus in the house of love and children. That's good, right? Loves them. So how, how old are they, Megan? They're seven, six, and three. Oh, my gosh. They're little putians from the land of Littleput. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Little munchkins running around the house. Yeah. Oh, they must be so cute. They're gorgeous. Oh, my God. You're home, Megan. You have a velvet couch or something very soft and... You have muted colors. Oh, tell me about yeah. your house. Uh, well, I'm in a house right now that was a rental. But yeah, I do have, I have one room, which is probably what you're seeing, where I keep all of my crystals and my like esoteric things. And that has a, almost like a red colored velvet couch. Oh my God. She's very tactile at home. Yes, very. And um Actually, with that Capricorn rising, you could even live in a castle. Some old, beautiful, landmark building would work. Coulson, you have a very sunny apartment or will, I mean, or house. I do. And you love it. Yeah, I do. I have a lot of, like, I have a lot of really, lo- like, one one side of my house is all windows, all large windows, so that the sun is always in there. And I would think you'd have a view. Um, you, you're going to love I think you do your best work there, actually. Do you work out of your home? Yeah, I do, actually. And, I, and I've and i done the best work that I've done there in the past six months, yeah. It's very I inspirational. Also, well, I also think it's odd because I asked Megan the other week, I was like, would you ever live in a castle? What? <laughs> oh. Yeah. And Megan's like, of course I would. <laughs> she has it. Yeah, she has that kind of royal thing going on, you know. Yeah. Now, you two fit together perfectly. I I just love it. This is the best day ever, Susan. (laughs) Susan, it was such such a pleasure and an honor to have you on our podcast today. I'm definitely taking you up on calling you. I'll get your phone number from Randall and we can we can get in the nitty gritty. Oh, this is so much fun. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you, Thank you, Susan. Bye-bye. Bye, Susan. (laughs) I'm pretty shook. The the one thing that Randall was like, you were a believer just because she told you you have weak ankles. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. That's what got you. Yeah, <laughs> I was pretty impressed. Captivated about the by the ankle comment. The ankle was intense. I mean, I'm just saying, like, because you're I saying, been, how can she look at that chart and, and say to you, that. you have weak ankles? And yeah. here's what's crazy: I never had this problem until like the last six months, like yeah. playing excessive amount of tennis and pickleball, and I thought I've never had weak ankles, and now I have weak ankles. And then you said, Colson, you had weak feet. Or fetish, you know, but but here's where I am convinced more so than anything else: the personality stuff, the money stuff, the business stuff, the passion, the creative, all that stuff was kind of summarized for me, and yeah. I am very intrigued now to kind of go a step further. So I was very very impressed. Okay, so we turned Rand into a believer. Yeah, we got the okay from Susan that MGK and Megan Fox are a perfect match. Are you guys like? shook that it's like out there now that you guys are together no <laughs> not. I don't think not, well i know trust me colson i know you're you're not shook at all but like what was that 
You guys come to Puerto Rico to just do a movie. Oh, no, I don't know. Was it like when you stepped on set, was it like a vibe or like... I mean, I can... I'll just tell my version and then you can tell your version afterwards. I knew... And then I can tell my version. And then you can tell your version. Because my version was like... your version I is didn't like see- what the lawyers have advised you to say. <laughs> <laughs> and the agents yeah. and the managers. So we were doing the table read in yeah. that room over there. Yeah. And we read through and his the, this character that Colson was going to play, obviously that the actor wasn't there. And I was like, who's going to play yeah, this role? That. And he was like, oh, we just got Machine Gun Kelly. And I'm immediately so I was like, uh-oh. Because I knew, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I knew, really? I knew I could feel that some wild shit was going to happen to me from that meeting, but I wasn't yet sure what. I just felt it like deep in my oh my god, I had no idea that 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 something was going to come from that. So then we met on set. On set, yeah. And I waited out. I waited outside. Our trailers were next to each other, so I just waited outside on my trailer steps. Every day I work, just to I catch had no one idea. glimpse of eye contact, which because she would have to get out of her car and go to her, like walk yeah. from her car to her trailer. And there yeah. was like five steps in between the car and the door. And I would just sit there and like hope. Like, what? And she would always look over, like, and give me like one. She'd give you the baby making eyes, I call them. Because she's no, got those, no, no, like, it, no, it, but it she's got it, those pretty eyes that one look, she does it to me. And she's not oh, even Oh, yeah, trying. she has the most gorgeous eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> but hold on, I have a question. So, what's crazy for me as the director of the movie. I don't see any of this because I see a guy, MGK shows up, he's strong, we go into the trailer on wardrobe member, and he has he's like Oh my god. No, I, but I, <laughs> I no 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 I'm not gonna no, but I mean you had a very specific vision of the character, you were very strong personality, and Megan, same thing. She comes, she has a vision of her character, and as me as first time directing, I'm just like, they're just badass, they know what they want, and we're creating and we're we're doing I don't see any of these baby eyes and no baby eyes and all that. I am <laughs> okay, sh- yes, shocked yes. this was going on on day one. Like meeting the feeling. I, the, the feeling. The, the second that I was in a room with him and said hello to him and looked into his eyes, I knew, because I'm into all of this stuff, I knew right away that he was what I call a twin flame, which is... What does that mean? So instead of a soulmate, a twin flame is actually where a soul has like ascended to a high enough level that it can be split into two different bodies at the same time. Oh, so shit. we're actually two halves of the same soul, I think. Wow. And I said that to him almost immediately. That, what? Because I, I felt it right away. And so I, I think it was the second day I asked him to come into my trailer for lunch and I put him through all of this astrology stuff. I think I asked him 900,000 questions about really? his whole life. Like I made him recap it in 30 minutes. And then he... You had no more than 30 minutes to eat. So no this more is than 30 like, minutes. But so I, went, like, I went deep right away. Wow. And, and, because, and I knew before I even did his chart, I said to him, he has a Pisces moon. I could tell by his energy. And, and you said that to face. him? And he does. Yeah. yeah. The whole first... The, all the first texts and conversations that we, we had was that night. And they were on the way home at... And they were all what the universe was saying about us. Not it was none of it. We didn't share any like Personal. what are you feeling? What am I none feeling? Of that. What is, like what is it? It was all like oh my god, the universe said this and this and this. What really poetic? Like you're meant to be. First of all, I just want to say one thing. You two are the best actors in the world because the fact that. I didn't know any of this. But yes, you did because you forgot to yell action because you were looking at us through the through the lens and yeah, going, "What the fuck?" No, 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 no. Hold on, let's back you it up. At, I you, didn't you know. Verbatim took your head away from the camera. That is go, true. Okay, Be- what in the fuck just happened? No, no, wait, no, no. really, really, yes, he did that because Hold I on. go. I right, finished, Colson. Well, she, there was a there was a point 
because obviously my energy was supposed to be aggressive towards her. Very. But there was one point where Randall was, everyone in the crew was like, hold on. (laughs) What the fuck? And Randall pulls his head away from the camera and be like, and and he's like, guys, what just happened? (laughs) What did I just say? I I do, you know, it's funny. I knew there was a chemistry, but like I didn't know anything on the, on a personal level. And so when I was watching you guys in the frame, it was very captivating. And there was a huge uh, synergy and an energy between you two. But as a director, I just thought I was a genius. Like, I just thought I'm an epic director. Yeah. But in, in terms of the casting, et cetera. But I, I remember that take. It was about three in the morning. And I'm watching you guys do the scene. And I just remember, like, I was so checked out that I thought I was watching the film. Mm-hmm. I forgot that I was directing the movie. And that's when you turned to me, Megan. I think you said, are you going to call action? And I was like... I mean, the the chemistry that was going on was very magical, 100%. From an artistic point of view, that's what I was seeing. I did, I had no idea, though, that it would transcend the movie until yeah. months later when I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's why it was the magic was there, and, and it continued yeah, beyond. But we, st- we still had to work hard for it, though, because the, the, oh. the universe like didn't want it to... Yeah. What do you, well, timing what, what is everything. You, you think the universe was still... I think that we had to be the the energy is so intense that it had to be paced that right. it couldn't it would have imploded or exploded or I don't if know you if didn't it, take the time it, we had to take you meet somebody and you in, in your head you think like oh we're supposed to spend like every minute together we're supposed to like now that we've formed this bond like we're supposed to yeah like like hang yeah. out every day and like get to know it was and then the universe would was didn't, doing didn't. I mean dude I'm talking about was doing the the most to constantly keep us to pull apart. apart yeah and so so you go so you got but here's but here's what i always say it's like you put the time in and you let and, and months go by and time goes by and then it settles and now i see two it's crazy to me and i'm being honest as a director of the movie and your friends because we're all mm-hmm. friends and and lala you're my friend too okay just putting that out there I don't. I don't confirm that, Lala. Confirm that. Are you the, my you are my best friend, but for just for the record, I usually don't try to make a baby with my friends. So, like, you're a little more than okay. That. But here, but I'm just, I was joking. But here, but here's what I want to say. I, I, but it's amazing to see you guys now, months and months later, the way you are. You know, and and clearly you're meant to be. I mean, I'm saying it's like a very perfect. I'm your friend, but I'm also seeing like how natural. The relationship. Well, you're works. seeing it on set and off. So you, you no, got well, to saw see it all from the a, beats. from an acting point of view, which there was energy coming out of every moment of that scene of those scenes. Mm-hmm. But we weren't shooting a romantic, you know, right. loves you. We're shooting a tough yeah. scene, and the the magic of the acting and the chemistry was great. Now, there was a point though in that scene where his character has to like touch my hip or whatever. It was my oh, hip, man, yeah. It was the hip. I'll never forget. Oh. And when <laughs> he, he put his hand on my hip, and it was literally like all there was enough electricity running through my body to power. What? Like yeah. it was. And it, what's amazing? I'm surprised it too. Uh, go ahead. Go. You, well, I'm surprised I didn't like electric. <laughs> Look at you guys or light catch up. Fire. It's a, catch fire. Because I asked her. I was like, um, can I um. <laughs> Like, like, can I like, I don't know, like, put, can I put like a 
my, my hand on your hip for this scene or whatever? I told I I had come over to you. No, and I, I said, asked you first. I was scared to ask her. Right, right, right. I, I, I asked you that because, question. Because I was like, I, doesn't I, it seem weird that I'm this close and just and not, not touching her? Yeah. yeah. And but but I think you. But it's just amazing because it was so easy once you guys started doing that scene, like the magic it started. But yeah. I I'm amazed. But watching you two together, it's it's very it's organic. It's pretty magical and I get cheesy when it comes to love but like when we've had dinners with you guys like Megan and Colson don't even know that we're in That's existence. true. I do feel <laughs> like they I really do. don't. No, it's like, great. Yo. When we have double date night, <laughs> yeah, no, we have, when we have double date night, it's always we call it date night. It's great. <laughs> no, no, it's fun to go to dinner with you guys. It's great. Like, hey, we get to give you, give you guys a hug, say hello, you sit down, we sit down, food comes, and Lala and I are on our own date from that point on. But it's okay because we hope, like, in a year from now or two years from now, you guys will acknowledge no, us. But no, now, I love it because I remember when I first got with you, Rand, like, I completely forgot most people were around. I still am like that. We're both like that. No, like, you just don't want to kiss all the time. I just try to make out with you every second. And then you want to know if I brush my teeth six times. <laughs> so, See, the there's, the, there's the OCD part. It's weird. You guys don't weird have that like OCD. That. Your OCD was scary enough that I, I, we cleaned up last night before. We See? Were- Thank After you, Colson. Oh, my God. Colson cleaned up because he was afraid. I, by of the way, you. your OCD is so bad that when you let me use your toilet, I put toilet paper on the seat so I didn't even touch your I toilet. I feel like I have friends who understand. Oh Lala, your OCD scares everybody. Well, I want to thank you both for uh, cleaning up after because I walked out this morning expecting like I was going to have to clean some stuff up. And I walked out oh. and I was like, it looks spectacular no, out here. A, this is a perfect uh, relationship. We had... Like a double date night last night. We're hanging out. It just shows that you two are on your own page because we went to sleep at like 12.05. I asked you when you came back over today, what time did you guys go to sleep? You're like, no, no, we left your house at like 4 a.m. We didn't go to sleep until like 6.30 a.m. or 7 a.m. I love that last night's double date, though, consisted of like getting inked. That's like the best kind of double date. I Randall, skipped that. I yeah, Randall that skipped that part. Well, I'm old. I can't be inking myself. I mean, <laughs> what does that mean? You know, I got to walk around Hollywood like, yo, I got inked. No, bad decision for me. But I'm glad that you all inked yourselves. We did. We branded ourselves last night. You guys are so fun. I yes. have like a weird level of comfortability with you guys. Same. Yeah, I could see that. You just did that in the last five minutes. Uh, that's how I feel like that's how long it took. Colson, the first time we had you on the podcast. I think you thought I was going to be some like, I'm the producer's <laughs> wife. And then like Colson right from the jump, he was like, you're cool as fuck. I was like, well, what did you expect me to be like? Wow, we're tooting our own horn today, I see. I, my favorite thing to do. No one else is around to toot Randall, shit. what were you doing when Susan was talking about what a poet you were? Were you over there drinking that up? Were you loving that? Oh, yeah, look at him. Soaking that in? I kind of right now, I'm on a high because I can't decide. Do I like the part where I'm going to make so much money over the so next much three money. months? Or I'm so You're creative, also a poet. so yeah. poetic. I yeah. mean, I definitely might change my Instagram to a poet. All right. We're good. We're good. <laughs> How on the money was she with somebody that is so well, for she, So her time was so limited. Like she couldn't dive really deeply into the charts. But obviously, like she reiterated to me and articulated to me things that I've been studying about myself for so long. So she's right in line. But I understand like I studied her so obviously I'm going to read a chart in a similar way that she reads a chart because I've studied her articles and, and read about her for so long. But 
I feel like she was accurate. I would like to go really deep, obviously, with the chart. And we like, have her phone number. And we're going to send her do the for progressions and all of that because she will be able to give you timings and things with pregnancy and, and all of that. Okay. Um, but overall, like, I mean, she Pretty was, good. She was uh, the velvet couch. Those, the, I mean, there are some little weird things where it's like, I don't know how you find that in a chart because I have no idea how you would see that. But wow. the bigger sweeping things of like, I knew I had Jupiter in this in the second house, so I knew that means like I'm always going to be good with money, and I'm a money magnet, and and, right. and certain places where my wounding lies, where we didn't even get into that, but I know she she was touching on that a little bit. So I mean, she's amazing. Yeah, she's, she was she's amazing. A, she's a legend. Yeah. Colson, what about you? I mean, I on, on the uh, the first time I ever even experienced charts and reading was the first night I had met Megan. So I've kind of just been into it since I met her. But I uh, did she tell you you're a lamb? She did not. She, she skipped that one. Guys are all, oh, wow. They're like heads touching. Um, I mean, it's happening. We're on a podcast. gazing. No, no, almost Lala, making Lala, out. Lala, listen to me. We're on our podcast by ourselves again. They're over there with a microphone, heads against each other, kissing. Megan I, Coulson, we love you guys. Thank you for being on our podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Same place, same time. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.